Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for the week? You feel prepared? You feel like you you got in there? You got the, the right lineup in? You ready to dominate this week? You feeling it? My lineups are mostly set. I have one injury I'm waiting on. Okay, who are you waiting on? Gibson. So we will we will go over that um, right around 11:30 when that final injury report comes out. Uh, Definitely going to keep you posted so that you are prepared to win your matchup. Uh, also, if you want to call in to the show, ask any questions about your lineup, any big questions, uh, 515-605-9898. Uh, and you can search Brickhouse Fantasy Radio if you want to listen to this a little later. But um, let's, let's get into some fantasy football, man. Uh, I've got some... Uh, like a like a discussion to be had. It's injury related. I, I know we'll hit more on the injuries at 11:30, but um, we kind of started a discussion last night about it. Uh, a little interesting, just because there's some big names, but the Titans. Yeah. The AJ Brown, Julio that. Jones. Throughout the week. Um, yeah. Both guys out Ugh. with hamstring. This is the week of the hamstring. Uh, a lot of hammies coming out, but. Uh, it was interesting to me, and we kind of got into it back and forth about who you want to gamble with, because with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones out, that leaves room for, like, a first career at tight end position, uh, Chester Rogers, uh, and, and you're not you, – you, you didn't like the Rogers idea very much. I, that's who I picked up as the gamble, because I don't think there's any definitive answers there, but – uh, what are you thinking about this? You think Tannehill just stops on the ball, or do you think no, they kind of are forced I, 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 you to to help Henry out? I think Tannehill is probably guaranteed for 250 yards. Okay, okay. So, Tannehill, like, consider are you starting Tannehill at all? And even in like a two quarterback situation, you think he's a starter or a bad play? I mean, chase Jets. Like, what the hell, right? 
Yes, that's the that's the theme. We've been going over this. Uh, yeah. we got to either chase the yeah. Jets, yeah. So, chase yeah. the yeah, Texans. Like, e- even if I was terrified of the hamstring problems at receiver, which I'm not, I would probably still feel like Tannehill is a fine play just because the Jets, like a professional quarterback playing Jets is probably a solid play in fantasy. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, any of the any of the backups to uh, AJ Brown or Julio Jones that you kind of like? Mm. Nobody worth really. Nobody worth playing. Right, so I think that they're all emergency plays. Like none of them are. Oh wow, this is the sleeper play of the week. You know, any any of any of the people you would pick in this case are you know. You're hurting. You need a guy, and you said, "Okay, let me see what Tennessee people are available in my league." I wouldn't expect that any of these people are rostered. I mean, we're talking Ferkser or Swaim, Jeff Swaim, the M. Yeah, tight end, right? Tight end, okay. right? 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 Okay. And then you mm-hmm. got Josh Reynolds. Um, you know, some guy with two last names. And and then you got uh, Westbrook again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, him. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, okay. and then you have Rogers. So I think that's five guys that are kind of like, okay, they're all in the mix. And the reason they're all in the mix is because none of them really stand out. Okay, fair enough. But but how do we how do we discuss chasing a team, a bad team, and then the two top wideouts happen to be out the same week, and not at least consider somebody. One of these guys is going to be uh, like a. Like a really good flex play this week. I agree. Which one? I, I, no, we I, don't know. I agree with that. I, I would just say it's irresponsible to claim that we're doing anything other than guessing on who that's going to be. But that's what fantasy football is, man. No, 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 no. Come on. Wrong. It's educated wrong. guessing. Don't, no, educated don't guessing. Lie, don't lie to the public, David. <laughs> when we play the fantasy football, what we do is we study the previous histories of the data to try to project what's going to happen in the future. You're right. You're right. With all a lot of people. Players, like, we don't have significant data to study and project on any of these five people. And if we were to study the data and project any of these five people, the projection would be that they suck. So, okay, but, but we that's know. Not, that's not the but point. But we know. That's not the point. Stop it. But we know that Tannehill is going to score 250 yards. <laughs> so we, we, we can sit here and, and try to guess who's it going to be, and someone's going to be right, and someone's going to be wrong. But, I mean, I want to sit here and tell you, hey, guys, play Josh Reynolds. Like, I know. Like, it, it's dangerous. Reckless speculation. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know what, sometimes that gets me going on a Sunday because yeah. when you hit on those, you end up winning your matchup. Yeah. And those are the type of things where if you can guess right on those more than once, maybe two or three times in a season, you end up in your finals or making the playoffs, even though oh, you probably yeah. didn't deserve to. So <laughs> my question, the only reason I went with Rodgers is, again, I don't have all of the uh, statistical data that ESPN has. Right. But for some reason, they enjoyed that Chester Rodgers had, what, five or six six targets? Yeah. Yeah, he only caught one of them or two of them, but uh, the targets are there, and they've got him – Ranked, even though uh, you you brought up Josh Reynolds, uh, yeah. he's a big guy, so could could see a little love. But 
for whatever reason, they've got him as nothing, like at the bottom of the pack. Like I mean, projected got, zero? Uh, pretty close. Pretty okay. close. <laughs> I think you've got him at 6.5 projected, uh, and then the Rodgers, they got him at 11.7, which is – that's a usable number. Very people who, who collect this. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I uh, picked up Rodgers. I'm not going to play him this week just because I'm not dealing with injuries. But another team, uh, you know, in another world, you could definitely uh, put him in a flex situation. And I think he will meet. I don't think exceed, but will meet uh, right around where they got him projected. Uh, he's also helped with punt and kick return yards. So, depending on your league – that could uh, really play a factor into whether or not you want to put him in that flex position. But I just thought this was an interesting – because this is uh, a team that had two of their main receivers out. The other – actually, there's another one, the Giants, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. I know it's just the Giants. So sorry okay. if you're a Giants fan listening. Um, but those are two guys out, leaving just kind of Kenny Galladay, um, who's been kind of banged up a bit this season too. So that, those are the two teams this week that have kind of their top guys both out for the season. So I thought it was just worth a mention, you know, it's, it's, that's a little of a sleeper flyer vibe, but um, depending on your injury situation, that's kind of a fun gamble, you know? I think it's cool. You know, Rogers, especially for us, in the brick house where we score the, the return yardage differently. He's a good play because Tennessee is a team that actually returns their kickoffs. Okay. Yeah. A, lot teams, a lot of the teams, it's really like policy, like field the kick, take a knee. Tennessee is a team, they run them out. So whoever sure. their kickoff returner is, is a playable guy usually. Sure. Yeah, and so for our league, I mean, I know not every league does this, but for our league, it is kind of cool get a little bit of that uh, punt return yards, kickoff yards for those players. So I, that's why I think I looked at him, you know, as favorably as I did. So Yeah, it's probably why they had him projected the highest as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I just looked it up real quick here. I mean, his career high, right, 2018 with the Colts, he caught 53 passes. Okay. okay, but who was the who was the, that's that's a little game and team scripted though, right? Like who, who I mean, was also you know the, the the lead receiver was were they were they all of the the receivers also injured that week or you know or, or for for weeks that season? Uh, I think he's been kind of more of a backup supporting cast member, if you will. But this week, I feel like he's got a chance to do a little bit more than that. That's all. Yeah, I think I agree. I think uh, 53 passes is probably right in line with Josh Reynolds' career high receptions as well. Right, right. They're both in the same category. And Reynolds is a big dude, so he may get a little bit more of the end zone stuff, but because he's not doing punt and kickoffs, I feel like they could both have a a decent fantasy usable game. But it's a gamble. It is a gamble. So not saying run out and pick up uh, Chester Rogers the same way we were last week about Madison. Alexander Madison and the and the Cook thing, we we were kind of going back and forth yeah, about. It's, it's if, if Cook is if Cook is upright, you know, uh, you you got to play him. But the, the 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 better option would be go Madison because and and you know what? Look at that, we got we had people running out 
listening to to our show and uh, picking up Madison while we were discussing it and playing them. And I'm sure thinking later, wow, that Brickhouse Fantasy Radio really helped me gain some points. So I hope kind of fun, kind of fun, kind of fun, man. We've been I don't I have the official list in front of me, but we've been we've been hitting okay on our on our gambles so far. So uh, definitely having fun doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like helping the people out. Uh, listen to a cool podcast. It's from a little bit a little bit ago uh, called Mixed Reactions. Some guys up in Maine, um, and they're just like the hardcore Pats fans. It was funny listening to being a being from Florida and not really <laughs> loving the Patriots the same way. Um, it was fun listening to those guys go back and forth. So uh, it was a good show. A little shout out to the Mixed Reaction Boys uh, up there in in Maine. Um, listen, is there anything right now about the Rams that uh, you're interested in? I know the Daryl Henderson. He's questionable with the ribs, but they're saying he's going to play. I know you kind of have to if you have them. You're probably starting them. Do you feel any reason why? I mean, I know we're gonna we'll we'll hit the official note here in a few minutes, but um, would you be concerned starting him if you had him? I mean, he's kind of on the top tier of what you're gonna be playing for RB two or flex option. Um, not a lot of good backup opportunities in LA to kind of replace him with, but yeah, no, is that something no you, would, you would start? Would you start him even with that questionable vibe going on right now? Probably. I mean, depending on who else I had in the team, but I don't see why not. I mean, I don't, if he's playing, he's playing, man. If he's not playing, then no. But, you know, it, I would have to have some pretty good players to bench him. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't like the if he's playing, he's playing because I mean, there's a lot of guys. That's a, that's what we were just talking about. Cook, like he he's he's probably gonna play. Like yeah, you're gonna play him, but it's a little bit safer to go with the backup because that that amount of questionable the rib injury kind of feel like either stay away from the Rams backfield or play him. But I don't know. I, hmm. I, it, it was concerning to see that it looked like he wasn't going to be playing, and now they're just kind of given that, well, you know, likely to play. <laughs> uh, that, that that always concerns me, you know. Okay. When, okay. When, when, even when they type it out, it, it puts out that tone, you know. Well, I, so. I understand. I, I mean, he's just been such a high scorer. I'm thinking, how could I not play this guy? Sure, sure. There ha- the points have been there. The points have been there. Um, like who? Oh, so you're you're a Lamar Jackson owner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the questionable designator this week was for the back. Right. Um, they're still saying he's playing. Obviously, you're playing him. What kind of points do you think you – you think that – that it'll affect it. He's going up against Denver too. And Denver's defense has been Elite. fairly nice. 
So, I mean, they're, I think they're at the top. I think I want to say, I, mean, I think they're first against the quarterback. So, the injury there, we're not going to discuss whether to play him or not. What about points expectation? I think they got him projected 20 points even, which is crazy. I, I mean, I actually haven't spent much time thinking. I've, I, I've rostered him in two leagues, been on my bench since last Sunday for this week just because of Denver, before the back injury stuff came out. Okay. Yeah, Benson Lamar. Benson well, Lamar. Quality backups. I get to play Jalen Hurts and Matt Stafford. Sure. Okay. That's a, that is a fair – that is a very fair uh, trade-off there. Yeah. Like, I don't like the Denver stuff. I mean, I don't know what to think of this back injury thing. It, it if it was a golden matchup, I would play Lamar. I wouldn't worry about a back injury. I would say, you know what, if he's playing, he's playing. That, that, that's kind of how I run my teams. Like, if if the franchise puts the guy on the field and he's a starter on my team, I play him. That's reasonable. Yeah. I was just more thinking about, you know, the, the expectations. Sometimes you put in a guy and you're like, yeah, yeah. I hope he does 40 points. No, you know, this been, week, and he's one of those players that can do yeah. that for you. So, to to say, hey, nah, I'm I'm more expecting if I can get eighteen to twenty two out of them, uh, then I know where where else you know on the roster that you can try to fight for points or gamble for the 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 higher ceiling kind of player. Not, you know, I, you I, might have a good player and and not uh, maybe think that the ceiling's a little lower than the gamble type of player or somebody that's going to score some, some different points. Um, and that might be one of those where I have to start Lamar, but I'm going to gamble with this guy to see if I can make up the difference. It's just something I look at every once in a while while, while you're dealing with a star player like Jackson, somebody that you really don't want to bench. You happen to have, uh, you know, a, a remedy for the situation, but not everybody does every week, you know. I wouldn't expect the 40 out of them. It, you know, if fantasy manager wants to start them, they're going to have to chase points somewhere else in their roster this week. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, anybody anybody right now on your roster specifically that you feel like might really pop, like, other than I, everyone? I think the Antonio Brown stuff is exciting, right? Brady's going, going to go play up there tonight. Yes, with Brown, off yeah, COVID uh, list. Uh, yeah, I think that's exciting. Okay, okay. Um, so what do you think? What do you think you rock out of this guy this week? Because uh, Pat's uh, defense has been has been hit or miss. They are on the the, the top side. I want to say they're probably, like fantasy wise, they're ranked in the top twelve. They may be like twelve or thirteen or something like yeah, that, I but. They're similar to Denver when we were talking about Denver against quarterbacks. They have a high ranking of points allowed to receivers, um, but the, the, the teams that they faced have been not really noteworthy. Sure. That, yeah, also plays a, yeah. plays a big factor in the Yeah, that yeah so they, they certainly haven't faced Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of those guys can pop tonight, maybe two. Also, Gronkowski's out, so this leaves uh, potential for more touchdowns for the wide receivers. I don't believe they put him on IR, right? I know it's. Uh, I know that he was 
listed as out, but with the ribs, I don't think they put them on IR. I think they're just hoping to get a week or two. But yeah, that that that's, that's going to play a factor. Like I, no Gronk yeah. means automatic Browns to me. Specifically, that's, that's like new a new safety valve, if you will. What what it 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 means more touchdown opportunities for all the receivers as well. Like Gronkowski's appears to be the favorite red zone target. Right. At least early in the game. <laughs> multiple games in a row, first half, he's he's the he's the go to. Yeah. In the in the red zone for sure. So I think it really touchdown opportunity is what opens up for the wide receivers, but has to be an out, I would say. Okay. Um I had uh Another one, going through some notes here. Uh, let me ask you this. I was actually looking at the injury report for the week earlier this week. Chase Claypool, another hammy, out. Uh, was anybody starting him? I mean, if you had him on your roster, were you starting him? He's been – I have him. I have some shares of him. And he's been on the fence, like, do I do I play him, do I not? Like, right on that cusp. Is that name even worth a mention for a start to you? I think um, I, I, he's been giving you playable numbers. He has. It's on the low end of the averages, uh, the low end of the consistency that, you know, I like. You know, you you can get that 8 to 11 points. I mean, it kind of depends. Dep- yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. I think he should be under consideration as a starter. But if he's out, you know. Back at it. Hmm. Sorry for that delay. A little short technical difficulty there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the Chase Claypool eh, kind of sucks he's out, yeah, he, but uh, just a he's flex. He's playable. Yeah. It, no, I, I don't think him being out should be devastating to anybody. Like, I, I would expect people would have multiple – players on that particular level on a given roster. Sure. Sure. Need, yeah. Need six, okay. six Robbie Anderson were some comparable. Like like he's not a, a game changer, but he's giving you usable points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um we are Getting close to that 11:30 mark here. Uh, I'll give it about another five, ten minutes, and then we're going to go over games of the week, likes, picks, over unders. Uh, DC is going to absolutely crush it. Um, I have one other player that I wanted to bring up, um, maybe on nobody's radar, maybe on somebody's. But has been absolutely killing it so far, Cordero Patterson. Oh man, <laughs> kind of a stupid name to bring up, but but right now I'm pretty sure he's like third or fourth in the running back situation, and uh, has not been really discussed much. He thought he was the backup. I mean, I've got shares of Mike Davis and uh, Cordero Patterson just does not stop scoring points. 
Do you think he's a must-start? A blast in the past. Right? 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 But and we were just hoping to play him for punt return yards. We were like, this guy is almost guaranteed, <laughs> uh, you know, an 80-yard I mean, punt return. It, it kind of makes you wonder how is it that he's been a wide receiver for the last 10 years. Right. Right? Right. Like, right. Size-wise, what he's doing right now as a halfback, how has this guy been a wide receiver my whole life? I, I, I understand it. But if, total blast from the past, wa- really wacky thing that's going on right now. But, yeah, you're right. Won't stop scoring points. And playing up against Washington, which has a, has a decent line to, to slow it down. But, I mean, he's kind of starting to feel like a have to play, at least in the flex spot. And if you're hurting right now, I mean, DeAndre Swift, Cook, Jacobs, Henderson, uh, you know, you, you draft McCaffrey, he's out. Melvin Gordon's even kind of hurt. I mean, like some of these guys, at least towards the top half of the list, there's a lot of little injuries and concerns. I'm, I'm having a hard time saying that you shouldn't start him. I, I really think that he's kind of one of those plays – until he's not, uh, you should probably start putting Patterson in the flex spot. Too many points there, you know, averaging 19 points last week, six and a half. I mean, depending on the format, I mean, it's still, I mean, he's got more points than uh, a lot of the other guys that we've been kind of banking on. Doing yeah. a little better than Austin Eckler or Zeke. Yeah. Uh Zach Moss, Kareem Hunt. I mean, and this is this is normally Cordero Patterson's at, at the bottom of the league. You've got to scroll like five or six times to get to his name on the points. Uh, there is no scrolling, my friend. Straight up at the top. So I'm just a, my uh, two sets of the week, if you will. Patterson's probably a good flex option, especially if your squad has any injury concerns. So I agree. I'm um, um yeah. Play play Patterson. Sounds like a play. Yeah, you're okay with that? I mean all in. All in. Okay. All right. All I appreciate in. that. Thank you. Thank you. Normally in these kind of situations we uh <clears throat> we usually have a, a, a little <laughs> back and forth but this one's just a straight up do it. No, I mean, because it, it, it's a simple play. I mean, we, he's in top five of points per game. You want to play this guy, yeah, play him. Especially, like you said, there's so many guys that we, we thought were real names, and they're, they're not doing close to what he's doing. So, and you can't dispute this. I mean, there's no downside. Play him. It, it's weird. but It is weird. It feels, it feels, it feels awkward. <laughs> it, it is. But what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, play them and get the points. That's what that's what I'm going to do. But that's my that's recommendation. What I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got that deep league, and I was like, man, this is this seems like somebody that should probably be at least rostered. And at this point, if you're not comfortable enough, if you know him and his history, if you're not comfortable enough to play him, <laughs> pick him up so that nobody else can play him against you. At this point, if yeah. he's available in your league, pick him up. And then just don't play him if you if you're not comfortable enough taking the gamble. So 
my two cents, my two cents of the week. We've been hitting on a couple of them, and even though it's up against Washington, I think there's still going to be plays, and Davis is still in it, so I think Patterson is going to end up doing another, uh, I guess he does 13 to 13 to 15 points, which yeah. is still a very respectable number when you when you when you have to piece it together, and you're playing a guy like that. Yeah, I think I think you're guaranteed the 13 to 15. And if I'm wrong, then we'll go over this again next week. He's always been a player that's subsisted on chunk yardage plays. Right, but his size, he's starting to use his size now to, like, gain those. Instead of three to four yards, he's getting six to seven, just kind of pounding it through. It was like watching Henry the first year or two, and it felt like he played like he was smaller, and then all of a sudden he realized his size, and – started bowling through guys and then those numbers started started jumping up big time. I kind of feel like that's he's like a ultra <laughs> ultra late bloomer. But Yeah, uh, no, it, it's a total blast in the past, man. It or yeah. usage and, and position. I mean, coaching, I mean all that stuff kind of comes into play. So definitely he's been a, fun to watch him score points. He's been listed as a wide receiver his entire life. Mm-hmm. And then like every once in a while they add in halfback. Like, and most of that time position. was right. Most of that time was special teams type of stuff too, though. Yeah. So yeah, that's where it gets fun. Is he's not like a young. He's not like a spring chicken that just happened to like <laughs> move from special teams to the running back room. Like no, he went from special teams to the kind of receiver, but not really utilized. And now all of a sudden, he's you know in three weeks, he's a top five running back. Yeah. Pretty pretty weird. Pretty weird. <laughs> it's wacky. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. You gotta play him. Gotta play him. All right. That's it's, it's on the books. Brickhouse Fantasy Radio says Cordero Patterson. Thank you, play him. and please show up this week. Yep. Play him. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Patterson, if you have, uh, if you want to shout out, is Brickhouse Fantasy Radio on Instagram. <laughs> right. Right. What do you mean, wacky? Like, oh, you know what we mean. <laughs> All right. Um, so we got DC coming up here with the uh, game picks. What do you got? Top five picks yeah, of the well, week? Yeah, it, it, it's kind of a funky week, you know, as far as a lot of these things appear to be. Mm-hmm. It's actually not, not as many things jumping out. Is what I'm used to. You know. Oh yeah, you normally like those like crazy. Oh my gosh, I know this is gonna happen. Throw yeah. the money on it now, game. Yeah, I don't, I don't you don't. You don't feel that this week. Not not as much. You know, on Thursday I thought Jacksonville plus seven was pretty easy money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the under. I liked the under on that. And it's yeah. funny. The first half I thought I was in the bag, and then second half points started kind of flying up and getting real close. So. I, I got quiet on the couch, but uh, it ends up it ends up hitting on the under. Yeah. So Carolina Dallas under fifty one and a half. Okay. Carolina's been strong, man, and and they they control tempo, and so. 
don't know. I don't see Dallas putting up a fireworks show. Um, yeah, the, the Carolina's defense has been has been uh, better than expected. Yeah. Um, but Dallas is still they're still kind of points finders. I feel like even in some weird situations. I mean, they're they're not dealing with as many injuries as some of the other teams. So I kind of feel like Dallas is still going to put up points. But the way Darnold's been playing. They may be able to, if the defense can make a couple of good stops, Darnold seems like he can kind of keep up a little bit right now. He's been safe and efficient with it at at minimum. Like Safe, not, yeah. Good he's word. not throwing a million interceptions. He's giving you good yardage. He's giving you good yards per attempt. You know, I mean, as far as a fantasy starter, he's kind of a streamer, right? He doesn't give yeah. you a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Exactly. But... Even this week against Dallas, I mean, they don't have anyone that's a, a known elite coverage guy, okay? They don't have any established big-time pass rushers. Like, I would think Darnold is a fair streamer this week, you know? But I do like the under 51.5 on that. You like the under? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're talking to me. Nobody wants to bet the under. He's got the under on this one. Okay. What I, I you also got? like... Cleveland at Minnesota under fifty one and a half. Fifty one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Cleveland and Minnesota. Uh, man. Yeah. That seems like one of those. I can see why this week you're not like, wow, that's the one. Because I feel like that could, you could easily hit on that, or that could go the other way really fast. Yeah. You think that could be a fireworks show? Well, I mean, just like, listen. So, let's just say Chubb runs one in. Hunt's got a receiving touchdown. Mayfield could run one in at this point, you know, depending on the run game happening. And then you have your your wide receiver options, and we're just talking about the quarterback. And so that could be a couple of touchdowns right there. Uh, 21 points on one side of the ball. It's It, it can make you nervous a little bit with the over-under. So I can see where you don't have huge yeah. – uh, Huge love for any one game because that's another one. Yes, I I think I think you're right. I think the under is good. I like I, I like Indianapolis plus two and a half at Miami. Mm. Uh, All right, think, tell me tell me why. Brissett. Uh, Br- mm. Brissett. He he's a backup man. Like it is what it is. The he. He's a backup. And and the thing about this is he's got one of the lowest yards per attempt, zone coverage, right? Like under five, like ugly, like makes offensive coordinators want to throw up kind of stuff. Under five yards per attempt on zone coverage. The Colts run the most zone coverage in the NFL. It's not going to be pretty. As a matter of fact, if you get decent action on the money line, take the Colts to win outright. Man. Sorry, Miami. <laughs> um, I like Washington minus one and a half playing in Atlanta. Okay. I think they win by more than a field goal pretty easy. And uh, you got Denver plus one at home against Baltimore. I think Denver wins the game, so take Denver plus one to me. Those would be my top top five picks of the week. So, to me, 
Denver's scary. Like, I know it's been the Jets and the Giants and stuff like this, but I think they're good. They got a lot of guys that can cover. They they got guys that are wreaking havoc at the line of scrimmage. And that that's a disaster. It really is. Like like I think Baltimore's gonna get blown up today. Like I said, I been I I'm all about benching Lamar Jackson if you got options. Yeah, Denver Denver's been been that sneaky scary because we were nervous about if the offense could could really I know Bridgewater is gonna gonna be consistent and safe, but you know, are the running backs there? Is the is, are the options there? Some injuries and stuff like that can can the offense keep up? Uh, but I don't know if the offense really has to as much right now because the defense is taking care of business. So yeah, it, that that precisely, precisely. I mean, and Bridgewater is a fine quarterback for the type of a situation. You know, he's not real strong in the touchdown department, but he doesn't throw interceptions, and and he moves the ball like they're getting first downs with, with very little run game support as well. Like, their average yards per carry is barely at four on the season. So they're getting basically nothing in the run game. And, and Bridgewater's still out here getting first downs. And that, that's about all you need when you got a defense like that. So, plus one at home, take, I would take it. I, sure, I sure. Like Bal- sure. Baltimore appears to be good, not great. Um, last year they were a team that really improved over the season, and I, because they're a team that relies so heavily on the running game, that seems like it'll happen again. And you come coming about, in the off season, people are feeling fresh; they're ready to stuff the run. What do they got? On, have you looked it up? Or do you have it in front of you? The um, lines. The Lions game, Lions Bears. Yeah, what about it? What's that? Is that a low? Is that is that a low over under there? Yeah, forty two and a half. Okay, okay. Forty one and a half. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> hey, it, watch it. Yeah, then then you got uh, Bears minus three. Okay. Okay. It's in Chicago. And Swift with the groin injury. Hmm. I like to went with they have both guys playing. At least there's some points to be had. I don't know if I don't know if uh, Williams is gonna carry it up against the Bears. But uh you like the over or the under on that? It's so low. It's so low. I don't I mean I wanna tell you I like the under, but it's so low. Yeah, but you got Field starting. Didn't do great first game. I mean, he's going to be great later, but not, no guarantees on 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 the early side of that, right? Yeah, but the the, the Lions have been a, a backdoor cover team. They they come in the last two or three possessions and give you points, and then all of a sudden, over hits. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, I'll, I'll bet there's been more than one bad beat in a Lions game already this year, three weeks. So it's not good. And they're, they're, they're losing games on, on bank shot field goals. It, it, it's ridiculous. Justin Tucker's doing his Kawhi Leonard impression. <laughs> the bank. I wonder if you no. call him that when he kicks it. You think he calls it and goes, banking it. Ding, 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 ding. Sink it. Oh. <laughs> 
are we doing? Oh, man. Right, I'll tell you right. what, though, those people up there in Detroit, they were rowdy last Sunday. They, they had about 30 seconds to shout, and they, they made their time. They were fishing with it. Those got to be the best fans in the league, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, well, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're a Lions fan, absolutely. I, I mean, just like they're, they're so loyal. The team's so bad. And it's like so much of a certainty that they will be bad. And, and the people just keep showing up. With a smile. It's great. With a smile. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, like, yeah, not, not only are they present in the, in the facility, like, they're happy to be there. Like, wow. Good for them. Yeah, man. Um, all right, any other games that you're liking? It's a, it, it's a rough week, man. Like, I'm telling you, nothing. I don't see anything that flashes. Um, you know what? Tampa... Minus seven, seven's a big number. Yeah, I think I think we can all very clearly see a scenario where Brady goes in there and really lights it up. Yeah, I mean, I think I think even the Pats are expecting a little bit of that. Yeah. So with that being the case, I mean, Tampa minus seven doesn't look terrible to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. E- even. Even the over on that is appealing. I just don't know if New England can hold up their end of what it's going to take. Like 49 and a half. Like, even if Brady lights it up to catch 49 and a half, New England would have to, like, put forth some level of competition, right? Otherwise, yeah. they're going to shut down late in the game and not make it to 49 and a half. So, oh, look, the line dropped. Now you got minus six and a half. Even better. Okay, all right. The seven's a big number. Six and a half, on the other hand, I, I mean, much. It's, it's moving. <laughs> it's moving. You know? Yeah. And sure. not in not in the direction I would have anticipated either. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. So, 49ers... There, there, there's. It's funny because a lot of the notable uh, injuries. Like I was looking, I was really hoping to just get something about like Tyler Lockett. That's like, right. One of the bigger names on the list. Uh, all of these guys for for this week on the injury report. It seems like it's the, the bigger names. It's the four o'clock games, and we're not going to get any of that. We got to start doing a show at uh, at three forty-five here for some of these. Four o'clock games because it's it's we're getting the shift, man, for this week, and this is that's somebody that I feel like you have to decide now on. What? You know, what you can't, well, you, yeah, it, it depends on who's on your team. Like, if your replacement players are playing at four or eight or tomorrow, then it's fine. So it looks like Gibson's going to play. Yes. Yep. 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 He's in. That's another. That was another big one. Um, because you know the the backup options there are not exactly guys you're you're really trying to throw into the slot, you know. Because they'd be sitting on your waiver wire, but do you really want to drop somebody that you have to play that? Yeah, so that person so, like, so that mm-hmm. like who are these people? Uh, well, you got uh, McKissick, right? Okay. 
solo receiver guy. Okay. And I think that's that's the closest thing um, that you can really use. He's had he he has had a good game. Oh, he he's, yeah. he's given playable numbers at times. Uh, you know, last season when Gibson was missing games, McKissick was a good guy to use. Uh, yeah, and it's but it's one of those where is it is is it is it worth right now? I think he's got a total of uh, 23 points on the season, eight. averaging 7.8. Uh, last week he did 4.8 points. Oh, he's playing up against Atlanta, so uh, a little bit of love there. Uh, if okay. if Gibson is out, but with Gibson in, nope, we're 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 done with that question. You know, right? It's, it's, I, no, I, we I, can't do it. I think Gibson is another one if he's healthy this week against Atlanta. You know, like I was saying, they're the minus one and a half on the road against Atlanta. It, I don't see how they win by less than a field goal. They should beat Atlanta. Okay. Bold predictions here. Oh, Bold yeah. predictions, especially yeah. coming from somebody who, I mean, I've rostered Matt Ryan as a backup, and, and you've been hot on Ridley. Yeah. Um, kind of hoping that eventually something really pops off with those guys, but right now Washington, uh, they're they're looking they're looking good with Gibson in. That's that's a good situation. Yeah, and and Ridley's not been bad. Like he's he's fine. Just Atlanta's a bad team, man. They're they're a bad team that has one or two good players. But no, they're gonna lose. They're gonna, they're no, no, like, 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 really, I, 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 I struggle to find five picks that I feel comfortable recommending to the people here, and that's that's really the only one that I actually like. Okay. Washington okay. minus one and a half. Um, Washington, they're, they're a hard team to to want to root for because every time you do, they start doing bad. Yeah, you know, but but if you yeah. don't, if you stop rooting for them, then all of a sudden it seems like defense starts showing up, and uh, players just start kind of popping off. It's 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 interesting. They're they're going to be a second half of the season team. Um, with the Broncos, really quick, kicking back that Melvin Gordon questionable with the rib injury. Ooh. Um, Ooh. This is this is interesting to me. Uh, it's still again, it's a 4:25 game, so we're not getting an out designator quite yet. But Javante Williams, I mean, is this a week that if you drafted the rookie and you've been stashing him, uh, nervous to play him because of you know the the shared backfield? Is this the week that you're you're considering if at four o'clock? Um, you've got that flex spot with Lockett, and you find out he's out. Uh, is this a player that you could possibly throw in going up against Baltimore? 21st Absolutely. against the run? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else? Because I think we're going to find ourselves having this discussion every week. Like, we know he's going to pop at some point this season. And we're just sitting here saying, huh, is it going to be this week? I don't know, Dave. You think it'll be this week? And that's how it's going to be every week until it happens for two weeks in a row. And then everyone's gonna love him. So, yeah, why the hell not, man? Ride okay. me. Like, like if you need a guy at four o'clock and he's sitting there on your bench, throw him in. Yeah, that's, 
that that's Holy the answer. Unimpressive. Holy unimpressive. Like his yards per carry is garbage, and it's being floated by uh, like a sixty yard run he had in week one. <laughs> right, like, like it's one yeah. for sixty yard run. Would he even have a hundred rushing yards this season? Like seriously, like no, this is no. He's done. Give me the rookie. Uh, Swift, Swift is in. That's another one that we, I was kind of waiting on to see. Um, they were a little late just popping that one, but um, he was dealing with the groin injury, and I kind of felt like that was one that was a little bit scary because those. Yeah, but the fact that they yanked him off of the report, uh, Swift is in. So good for your Lions, huh? I hope so. Detroit. I certainly hope so. Can we go ahead and win a game, please? (laughs) And and Chicago defended it. I don't see why we can't beat Chicago. Right, I think that that is one of those on the list of like. Potential good games so, now so this, with, this with everybody. In. Like who? Who are the teams with zero wins right now? Right? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> right. I'm serious. So like, is Houston zero wins? They, no, they beat somebody. They beat Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville. They're Atlanta zero wins. Win. Correct. Right. They're not beating right. Washington. Uh, Giants zero wins. They're not winning at New Orleans. No. Definitely not happening. Jets Definitely zero wins. Jets zero wins. Do we think they're beating Tennessee? Oof. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, uh, no. Okay. So the, that, that can we say that the Lions are the team with zero wins that's most likely for a breakthrough this weekend? Um, I think we could. I think I'm comfortable with that. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Put that. We put that up on somebody's board. <laughs> Detroit. What up, though? Detroit. How about that D? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I'll take it easy. Take it easy. Hey, we need some callers, man. Call in 515-605-9898. Where are these Brickhouse guys at, man? You know they have questions. You know they're dying to ask us, who should I start? No, you know? they all think they're a bunch of freaking geniuses, man. They know no, how to do No, no, that's what they try to put out. But they're, they're secretly just sitting by the phone going, oh, should I call or should I not? And don't worry, guys. You can. We won't judge you. Uh, even if you're playing up against us, don't don't worry. We'll still get to help you out. All about this Brickhouse Fantasy Radio, man. <laughs> they know it all. They know it all. They they're, know it all. Oh, their 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 foresight knows no bounds. They're 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 freaking convalescent out here. They don't need it. Uh, hey, here's another one really quick. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. They just pulled him off the injury list. Uh, they took away his questionable designator. Play him. Um, that was another big name. Got to play him. Play him. Got to play him. I mean, do you, I mean, yeah, right. We we don't draft guys in the first round and then bench them in week four. Like, like, what what are we doing, right? Let's draft with our eyes closed next year. And really, yeah, I'm trying not to. Yeah, <laughs> give, give, give me a blindfold and a dartboard. <laughs> Come on. Well, you got the you got the dartboard. Now all you need yeah. is the, all you need is the blindfold. You know I might have one of those too. Uh oh. <laughs> I pulled out a special drawer. Uh, trying to just pull up the last. And I had I had 
several names on the list, but it seems like a bunch of guys are, are playing, and then the other half of our injury list has been four o'clock games. So yeah, I mean the, the four o'clock stuff is always you know it's a shame you can't get the info right now. I mean, you got any like stuff you're thinking? I know I know on one of my teams I'm looking at it and I'm trying trying to find a path to sticking Antonio Brown in this lineup somewhere, and I'm, I can't figure out how to do it. All right, so what are your what are your options? What do you, who are you even possibly considering to pull out to throw in Brown? I could pull Gibson for his chin injury. Uh, I could pull Chase Edmonds. I could pull Kareem Hunt. Chase Edmonds, that's interesting. Uh, You've been giving me points, though. Yeah, but. Like to what to what end here? I mean, Chase Edmonds. What do we got? Uh, averaging eleven point two points. Yeah. Uh, total of thirty three points, and you did eleven. Okay, so I mean, that's basically he's he's guaranteeing you eleven per week. I mean, that's yeah. That's kind of what you're looking for. So, yeah. but 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 this is the pop. Like, okay, so are you? Saying that Antonio Brown, because that's this is what we're talking about, is, is Antonio Brown a good fit to replace him? Do you think Antonio Brown does less than 11 points? I mean, it's going to be three or 30. Right, and that's where, yeah, yeah man. That, that's, that's how it's going to be with him this year, and it's tough. Like, I, I have a feeling that this is a week where I should be playing him, but... I don't know if a feeling is enough to pull out any of the three guys I just mentioned. Mm. And then okay. over in, in a different league, you know, I'm interested in playing Kareem Hunt. But I, I don't know who to pull. Mm. Hunt. What's, uh, what's, what's Hunt's average been? He's been a little bit hit or miss. Right. Uh, two good, two good games, one bad game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's another one. It's like we, we discussed the the matchup there, the over under a little bit. I still yeah. find it hard to to talk shit about or talk any crap about um, Hunt or Chubb. You know, when they're both when they're both upright, it's, it's very difficult uh, to 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 try to give them any grief, but. Uh, really quick, we're gonna take a call nice. and uh, and see see what we got going on here. What do we got? Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. Happy Sunday. What's going on? What's up, fool? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? What do you got for us today? My guys, how y'all doing? I'm doing great, man. Just uh, having some good fantasy football conversations, you know, we're, we're going through our garbage. Basically, we're just talking about how to try to figure out how to set our lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bouncing Great. our ideas Great. with one another. Yeah. What do you think? You got right. any uh, lineup? Yeah, I do. Um, tight end, Jared Cook or Gusecki? Uh, I, I can't answer it that fast. How did you answer that so fast? Why? What was it about that that you answered that so quick? Gusecki, uh hasn't had any any like 
massive uh, games, but but sometimes the I mean, matchups last week for him. Dropped, last week he dropped well, thirteen, and I left him on the yeah, thirteen point six. But he's average, so. It's, but that's that's a total of he did thirteen point six, and he's got a total of nineteen point two points. So that was just in one week he did thirteen. You know, I mean that well, means six well, points the other two games. So, so it, my, it, that's, my that's the that's the heater. Yeah, my whole thing is this: it's like. Has he built a rapport with with Brissett? You think this is that thirteen point six, which is last week, or you think he's gonna be Brissett's one of his favorite targets this week type thing? And and I know the Chargers offense they're high powered, and even with Keenan, even with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, I still believe Jared Cook can can put some numbers like. Um, yes. The week they played Dallas, you know what I'm saying? They scored, but they I like called the, back because of the penalty and stuff. So yeah, I do like I do like the Gasecki, uh point that you made. Is that is it is it necessarily that we're 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 actually betting on Cook or Gasecki, or are we are we betting on quarterback needing that position? You know, that's where is, I would does yeah. that need Gasecki, uh a little bit. I think that's where I would catch the favor. For Gusecki is with the Brissett situation. Uh, Cook being with the Chargers, I mean, there's there's just a there's a lot of receiving weapons, and yes, can he hit on it? And and even just a red zone target, sure. All he really needs yeah. is three catches for 14 yards and a touchdown, you know. And he was worth a play in the tight end position since it's mandatory in, in the league. Uh, but exactly. but the the Gusecki is is probably got the it's like the lower floor, higher ceiling. Um, you're not. Are you chasing any points here? I mean, you're not dealing with any major injuries, right? No, no, no. But um, the tight end position. So you got to throw that tight end slot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that hit or miss type, and then like, you know, like because I could have used the Seki thirteen last week. You know, I lost by like I think nine points. So you know that. Yeah, that put a put a sour taste in my mouth a little bit. You know, yeah, so. I'm I'm just gonna say just for for the tracking here, I'm gonna say if 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 DC is going with uh, with Cook, I'm, I'm gonna go with Gusecki this week. Uh, this isn't helping you, but I really think that uh, just because we're we're not agreeing, I think that Gusecki will outscore Cook for this week. Uh, it's going up against Indy, which is a little bit tougher of a defense. Uh, but I think the amount of targets that the Chargers have is going to limit Cook. Uh, as soon as, like next week or in the future, if we're dealing with any single pass-catching personnel for the Chargers is injured or questionable, I think Cook slides immediately back into the lineup. He so, so he has a strained hamstring. Is he playing, or, or is it still up in the air? Yeah, he's 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 supposed to play. He's yep. They're showing him his playing. Okay, so who you think would would receive more targets? I think Gasecki would. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think Gasecki just yeah target share. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
it's tough because I, I'm in in a similar boat. Like I, I'm having a hard time with some of the tight end options. I've been trying to like move and and look at kind of the waiver situation. It's 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 been rough because you know I was trying to gamble on uh, Troutman from from New Orleans. I really thought like maybe he was going to slide in, and then all of a sudden uh, he's he's just not the guy. That's not who Winston ends up linking up with, and it's really tough to fill that slot. So I, I, I get it, man. Uh, but I think the the target share is going to be in favor of Gusecki this week. Okay. All right. Also, I, um, look, I, I, I don't see it with Brissett. I'm, I'm looking at Brissett like, oh, you're deficient. You're back up. Get out of here. I mean, I mean, I think you're being a little harsh on him. You know, okay. like, that's just my opinion. I think you're being a little harsh on I, I hear what you're saying, but you know what I'm saying, like I like like we spoke before, he was not bad when he was a full start at Indy before they brought in Philip Rivers and he he kinda did his thing. So you know, but um but yeah. But um also also another question. Um, Odell Beckham or Debo Samuels? Debo We'll debate sometimes, but sometimes not so much. Yeah, no, that's that's a simple one. <laughs> Debo, don't overthink it. Just play. Yeah, like Debo's been scoring. The only way we're wrong is if Debo gets he, he leaves the game with an injury, oh, and that that's the possibility. But okay, you can't you can't you can't gamble that when we're talking hey, about this hero hey, player. Hey, who, but who else might leave the game with an injury? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like I mean, that, that's totally that's a level playing field right there. Like, come on. Yeah, I think I just want, think the Debo's got the higher guy, upside. I want this guy unless he gets hurt, and I prefer him over the other guy that also might get hurt. Like, yeah. Come on. I mean, well, you know, Landry's still out, and and I think, I think, uh, you know, Beckham, he still needs his coming out party for this year, and I think it might happen, especially you just going against going against Minnesota, you know, and granted, granted, Debo is going against Seattle, so you know, Minnesota. A bad, I was told to say much. the Vikings suck. Just really quick, even though Seattle, I fully believe it, but we'll just say it out loud. Seattle has said. been bleeding yards. Yes. Bleeding yes. yards. Like, 23rd against the receiver. Yeah. And, and they're not much better against the running back either. So, yeah, man. Play Debo. Okay. Yeah, Debo. Debo's the play on that one. Wait, yeah. so or Odell, like, so against true. Minnesota, yes, that, that is a good matchup. But uh, what happens if I mean is there is there any other was that flex play right there for the um, Debo? Well, yeah, or... um, it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a I mean receiver tight end position because um um uh I got Caffrey out and they just they just announced that Julio's not playing so um so yeah uh. My options is either Debo or Odell, pretty much, or or Michael Pittman Jr. 
And that's up against Miami. Wentz is in. Um, I don't like Pittman against Miami. I yeah, I don't I don't know if I do either. I really don't. I I was thinking about it, but I I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. And Miles My, Sanders. Yeah, but he's trying to fill a wide receiver tight end slot. He's not trying to pull Swift. Yeah. That's his options right now. That's what that's where I was going with it. Is is what position are you trying to fill? Because if you have yeah, somebody else, Miles Sanders is a great play this week against Kansas City. They're thirtieth thirtieth against the run. I don't yeah, yeah. see why it, she shouldn't be in. I think but, Sanders but, should mean, be in I, over I, Swift just because of the groin injury. But sounds right. Well, 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 Miles Sanders. He kind. Of, I mean, even though. He he gets more snaps, but but Gainwell he he gets snaps as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's gonna be a bell cow type like Swift is. Swift is gonna be more more so workhorse type. Even you know what I'm saying? Like I understand a groin injury. Um, even though Jamal Williams is playing solid for him, but they he said is. you know what I'm he saying? Is. Which yeah, that is fair. What he's going to do. Um, that he's gonna get a little more workload, so that's why I got Swift in, regardless of the injury and stuff. So you're you're a guy that is rostering Miles Sanders in multiple leagues. You scared right. of Gainwell? I mean, with the Dallas game, you know we're gonna have to chalk it up to. They were trash all game, so they kind oh, of. Oh yeah, went. the Dallas game. Listen, every team gets one or two games a year where you just throw that away. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Swift. I just um, yeah, it's that wide receiver tight end position that I feel like need to be filled. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go with you guys going Debo. And um. Yeah, so that's lineup preset. And uh yeah, I'm but but back to your question, yeah, I'm um a little worried with Gainwell. Um he's getting he's getting he's getting snaps and also he's like when it comes to passing, he's their passing back. He's their receiving back. You know what I'm saying? Efficient so, with the opportunities he's received. Yeah, with the with the opportunity exactly, with the opportunity he's being given. He's 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 been making the most of them, so I'm a little I'm a little worried, but you know uh, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Miles with that, but um but yeah I'm I'm a little worried. It's, it's some it's something to look at as the season goes on. We'll okay. See what they do. Yeah, that, that's another that's what, as the season goes on because Miles Sanders is going to hit. He is going to hit, and I think it's gonna put Gainwell back into his kind of spot as as the change of pace. Uh it hasn't happened yet, but that's that's Philly. They they're kind of a I'm gonna just say they're a new team with with yeah. Hurts yeah. uh in there Hurts. and and trying to figure out letting him whether letting Hurts eat or just take take off with it and him running the ball quite a bit right now has been taken away from Sanders. But there's going to have to be a little bit of a give and take at that point. If Hertz wants to stay effective running, they're going to have to use somebody else. And the Gainwell is a little bit more on the pass side. Sanders can still catch the ball, uh, but yeah, he can. 
he's he's going to it, it, he needs the right matchup I think for them to catch that rhythm and then I think he will be utilized more uh, later in the season. You know, it's, it's kind of discouraging because I've I've had uh, Sanders in the past and it seems like it takes him a little bit to get rolling. But when he does, it's, it's worth the pick. So um, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, but, wait, same with Swift at the moment. Overall points, he's 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 done better. But I think we can't write off Sanders quite yet because uh, Hertz is trying to find his kind of spot and slot in that team and at, at in Dallas. the offense. Oh man, yeah, I think we all want. Yeah, to and then Dallas throws it all off too, right? So that's yeah. that's another one. Like you can't count that just because it was a weird situation, but. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I, I appreciate the I appreciate the the questions here because uh, you're definitely going to win on Samuel over Odell. We're calling it. Brookhouse Fantasy Radio is calling it. Devo Samuel is going to do better than Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. This yeah. Week in fantasy football. Like, yeah, I have a good amount of confidence and comfortability with that. Okay. Now, um, a couple other questions. Um. How do y'all feel about Fournette? I mean, I know, like, he's been okay, you know, um, with his, but this matchup with New England, you know, Tom Brady's going to try to do some things. Um, how do you feel like, how do you guys feel like Fournette's fitting in that as far as this week with Gronk out? You know what I'm saying? I know they have plenty of plenty of weapons, um, I believe, Antonio Brown. Um, he's back. He's back. off the COVID list. Yep. Yeah, he's off the COVID list. So yeah, but you know, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's gonna want to stick it to Belichick this week. So do you oh, think yeah. uh, you think Fournette would um would be involved in that or? I, I would see why not. I think I think Fournette go goes in the same idea as as when we were talking earlier about all the wide receivers when Gronk is out everyone's opportunity to score a touchdown goes up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that Fournette, um, he's been he's been consistent. Like, not huge numbers, yes. but has been consistent. But, and that's something that I'm yes. a big fan of because at this point, if you're, if you're kind of stuck in the – maybe you're in that uh, Darrell Henderson injury group, like that kind of stuff – you you could be looking for somebody to kind of stream for the week, and like you said, they, they, I think they're really looking to stick it to the past. Yeah. Sorry to all you boys in the main listening right now. Yeah, but that, that's but like I do think. Upon things. Yeah. 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 Um, not huge numbers, um, but still semi-serviceable stuff. I mean, eight, nine, and then four. It was a rough game against the Rams uh, with just four attempts. But when he's looking at when he's looking at anywhere from nine to fifteen attempts, I mean he's gonna get you your ten points, and that's the kind of that's the kind of player you're trying to fill. I, I agree with yeah, that. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't think he's done anything to say like, okay, this is a starting running back. Like he's still a player that you're not really looking at until you're in Correct. trouble, and then you're like, okay, I'm in trouble. What should I do here? And then in that case, I think Fournette is a tremendous option to have. I mean, and the, it's so true, man. Like, I don't recall uh, something being this unanimous as everyone really believing Tampa is going to try to hang 50 on them. I mean, 
I think the over-under is 49, and Tampa plans on covering that alone. <laughs> and, yeah, and there's, like, there's mouths like, to feed, I, I but think, they could eat. I think right? the last time something was this unanimous was, like, the Rebel Army saying, fuck the British, right? Like, I... So... History fact of the week. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's unanimous. Everyone thinks this. So... Maybe we're all wrong, but, yeah, just play your Tampa guys this week if you're in trouble. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I'm not, I agree. I'm, I think it's not necessarily a must-play. It's just one of those where when you – you're eyeballing players. Like, some, some leagues, Fournette may not be rostered. He may not be uh, – he might be on somebody's bench. Maybe, you, like, if you don't have to give up too much, you, he's an option to trade for and not for that starting role, but that backup thing, because there's going to be a lot of different matchups this season uh, where these guys each rotate getting huge points. You know, one week we got Godwin uh, and Fournette having a good week. One week you got Evans and Brown having a big week. I mean, that that is very much a possible thing. And so which which week does he hit? And when you start when you start at least playing or considering those guys, you it, it becomes beneficial. It's not unreasonable. He's going to get goal line work, especially with yeah. Gronk out. So, so, yeah, with Gronk out, so, yeah. Short so yardage, Sanders, Fournette Sanders is going to be a beast. Sanders or Fournette? Sanders. Sanders. Now, uh, um, final question. Uh Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? I mean, this is supposed to be a really fast answer. You know, it's supposed to be. But I kind of I feel like it, it, uh, it's supposed to be, I know, but, why, you're, but, I know yeah, why you're asking um, it, though. Yeah. Um, Carolina, Carolina's defense has, has been good. And then Kirk Cousins is playing good. against Cleveland. And he's been giving you the points. He has. Even yeah. in his bad weeks, uh, he's been even getting it at late in the game. Um, like, I'm not – I think, if I'm not mistaken, Kirk Cousins leads the league in completion percentage. He usually, he's usually up there in that. And and this year, he's scoring touchdowns. He's got eight touchdowns and no interceptions so far. Yeah. Yeah, he's put up a he's total of 78 points. And, he's and averaging like, 26. Like, he's pushing 1,000 yards already. Yeah, yeah. he's – yeah, he's, he's he's sneakily probably top five QB right now. He like, is like he's he's ranked fourth. He's ranked yeah. fourth. Yeah, but yeah. and Dak's at fifteen for position ranking. And and it's, there's nothing to be excited about a guy playing Carolina. True, it's I mean, true, but the I mean, weapons, the lose. weapons. Ugh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And also, they're starting to get the running game going. You know what I'm saying? The, the the Elliot Pollard tandem is pretty beast. It's working. It's you know working for them this year. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's they're pretty beast. You know what I'm saying? So they're leaning heavily towards the run again. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, um, Carolina lost their top corner, their rookie J.C. Horn. Okay. Um. So, so yeah, um, it. 
you know, we I love the about question Carolina because if you look at the projections, uh, Dak's at yeah. 20. Yeah, this 19. week, and then 19.9. Yeah. That, uh, that makes it yeah. very fun when you're trying to fucking set up a yes. lineup. Really nice. Really yes. nice. Yes. Thanks thanks for that, ESPN. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that would play right. Cousins. Right. I think Cousins, I, that's, that's I think Cousins is a well. pretty good – is a pretty good – so uh, I think I would play Cousins. ranking is 18th. I'm just trying to make sure we got all the all the numbers here. Um Last week did twenty seven point two. Uh, Dak had, I mean, Dak had a rough week last week, but yeah, no, it, was, really. it, was it wasn't kind of rough. rough. It was just that they were just they were just dominating. It wasn't needed. They were so far ahead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It wasn't needed. I know. When and I say rough, it's usually like in regards to fantasy points. Yeah. 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 Like, and that and that touchdown came late. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Those 22 came yeah. late because, like, the whole game he was hovering around, like, 10 points, literally the whole 10, game. 10 to 12, then, yeah, 10 to 12. Yeah, and then towards the end is when he kind of turned up and went to 22, he jumped to 22. Yeah. It, but you it, was, have, it was rough for him against uh, L.A. Chargers. He's, like, really his only standout game this week one against Yeah. Weren't the uh, – But, what about but that what about game, the, the, the Chargers yeah. game? It was it was filled with laundry on the floor, filled with flags. Like it was a lot of them were called back <laughs> on both on sides. Floor. Yeah, yeah, it was. But Dal- no, Dallas is a team that's always near the leaders of most penalty yardage. Like this is not like like I would understand uh, like maybe a team that's pretty clean with it, like the Chiefs. Right, like if that team had a big penalty week and you want to write it off as, oh man, that was the week of laundry, okay, but not for Dallas. Like when Dallas has a high penalty week, you're kind of looking at them like, okay, well that's who they are. It happens again next week, I won't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost think the Cousins play would be would be smart. I would I really play Cousins. cousins. So with another 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 agreement here. Yeah, yeah, not not as fast as the Debo Sam, but I think we. Yeah. <laughs> no, we needed to unpack that one a little bit. We we did, but but we we've arrived at the same destination. I would play Cousins. Okay. And what's nice is there's there's options on both teams. It, you know, if, if Cook's going to be out, uh, Madison's been performing as a perfect backup. Um, you still have Jefferson and Thielen. The same way you got the Cooper and and Lamb matchup, so you still have usable players that you're still trying to stack and stuff like that. But um, I do think that Cousins uh, is the better player this week. So Brickhouse Fantasy Radio says, yeah, Kirk Cousins is going to do better oh, than Dak Prescott in Week Four. Samuel over Beckham, and then it's going to be fun for us to see what happens between Gasecki and Cook. Which I think I think uh, Champ might be onto something. I think you know may, maybe maybe I'm jumping too fast on Brissett. For me, I'm like like when I was drafting, which I, I need to stop using this as my template because this is month old. But the the excitement for Gasecki was very strongly related to believing that him and the starting quarterback had already developed some type of uh, teamwork or favoritism. Exactly. 
Facts. So, like, now that that's done, the things that I thought I had to be looking forward to with Gusecki are no longer there. Now I'm looking at Cook like, bro, this guy is a big, strong, fast dude. And, and he's playing with a quarterback that, you know, if he averages 300 yards a game on the season, no one's going to be shot. So, like, the other receiving targets... That's true. That's the true. other receiving targets in the team don't scare me. You know, I'd like... That doesn't make me think anything less of Cook. And... and, yeah, and, 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 and like, okay, okay he, got, he got his 13 points last week from Brissett. Good. You know, but I, I just don't have a lot of confidence that it'll happen again. And I, I really don't like the Colts matchup for my... But does it have to happen? It doesn't have to always happen again. Like, if he scores eight points... Right, and Gusecki scores 10, or the other way around, whatever. Those two points, when it comes to a close matchup, those kind of matter to you, you know? And you're matter. not losing by a whole lot. It, it really, it really, really kind of clips you. Like, dude, you lose by 1.8 points, and you realize that your other tight end scored two points more than the other one. I mean, that's, that's it doesn't, he doesn't have to do 13.6 for it to be effective for him. That's all. That's all. I think that uh, right now, if Gasecki ends up with seven points and Cook ends up with five and a half, right? Like, just because it's a weird week, and that's what happens. I mean, tight ends, unless you're in the top tier of tight ends, that's, those are the numbers you're looking for. You know, I've won with Kyle Rudolph scoring me 3.4 points, right? But my other guy, you know, ended up with 1.2 points. So Right, and then you know, also it, Kyle Rudolph scored three touchdowns in the championship. Like, yeah, got it. It's a random – yeah, but come on. That's, that, that doesn't get you to the championship. We're, we're not no, quite just, there yet. Yes, the draft is a month old, but there, the, the championship is a couple months away. It, we're, the, he's trying to get a win. You made it to the championship round off the 3.2 points. Now, if you had gotten the 3.2 Not every point, week. Yeah. If you had Go gotten ahead. the 3.2 and not the 25 – you wouldn't have won the championship. Demetrius would have beat you. Facts. Facts, my friend. Yeah, Facts. like that, that big game, even though it was just a one-off crazy thing that happened, was totally needed. Like, okay, so wait, I have a question. I have a question for the champ, okay? Out of the two players, if you had to pick one to ride or die, just leave them in and, not, and basically just fill in the bye week and just leave them in your gut. What, what, who would it be? That's Probably a good question. Cook. Yeah, okay. Likewise. Probably, probably Cook because um, it's, like I said, it's a high-powered offense, and even with, just like DC said, even with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen balling, and even with Eckler, you know what I'm saying, getting some, getting some, some work in the passing yeah. game, it's, Cook is, Big, strong, and one of the fastest tight ends. Still, like he can break, he can he can break away, you know. So, yeah, I would I would go Cook, and 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 Miami is still, you know, like we still don't know what to think about Miami right now. Tua went down, receivers aren't playing up to up to par right now. Even though he's got you know minus Waddle, the rookie, rookie's been getting some work. You know, he's still doing rookie mistakes, but nonetheless, he's still getting some work. And it's in shambles. Like there can be games where Kaseki doesn't catch anything, and they still might win. 
know what I'm saying? Miami's offensive I, line play has been very inconsistent over the three weeks. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just it's just it's just, it's been the story for some years now about that offensive line. Right, so, right. Well, we we thought we thought maybe they were on the right track last season. Like they looked better. That might have been a fake out. So the reason yeah, I, the I reason I asked the question though is because this is what it comes down to. You know, you got you got your roster. You got guys that you're banking on for for the major points, right? You have Dak Prescott, Alvin Kamara, uh, you know the Sanders, Diggs, Williams, Cooper. I mean, you've got guys that are gonna that are gonna score points. You know. Yeah. The, unfortunately, in some leagues, it's mandatory to have a tight end fill that slot. And yes, two points could make the difference, but it may not. Right? If you lose by 19 and you played the wrong tight end by two points, like, who, who really cares? You know? It, it was just yeah. not in the cards for you that week. So, um, we can talk about a play for a specific week, pretending like we're doing DFS here, but we're not. We're doing the long, the long haul. So, I can say that this week, if you're asking out of the two, I would say Gusecki has a little bit of an upside uh, overcooked for the week to me, but uh, dude, this is this is the this is the long haul, and, and they've even extended the NFL another week. So leaving Cook in, not even this week. Let's say you play Gusecki, great, cool. I hope we're not involved in you know a couple of points because I don't think it's going to be a huge point spread. But you answered that your ride or die was Cook. I like it because going forward you got to stop thinking about it as much. Like, you can look at the matchup yeah. if it says first and 32nd, right, when, when you're talking about the plays. Yeah. And, yeah, sure, make a move. But if not, pick your guy and leave him in there because yeah. there's going to be a game that, that, that uh, uh, Keenan Allen leaves in the third quarter. He's not hurt for the season or anything, but he's just – they're going to pull him. Mm-hmm. And – and then Mike Williams has a nice game, but then you know what? Cook also has three red zone targets. Let's say he only brings in one or two, but like there's going to be games that Cook is going to blow up. I can say that confidently. And it, it's trying to figure out which week that's going to happen, and sometimes it's, it's hard it's, to do. The whole strategy of it sounds right to me. That's how I'm playing Logan Thomas and, and Dallas Goddard. Like I'm just going to play Thomas unless there's a really – interesting matchup situation going on or a bye week. And, and and then if that comes up, I got no problem playing Goddard. Right, right. And that's how I think that the champ should approach this situation is like, all right, so you got to you gotta, – he had a good week with Brissett. He's kind of hoping to get some points there. Ride it. And you know what? If Kostecki has a great week this week and not like the worst matchup next week, leave him in there. Don't move it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, and then all of a sudden he has yeah. a bad week and Cook starts kind of popping off. Like, then put him in and then leave him and let it ride. Because sometimes switching the guys every week really, really can screw your overall yeah, total points. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to make your – that's what's going to change your tiebreakers. That's what's going to matter later in the season when everybody's total seven point. and six. Yes. Yes. Is, is that, and so you're hoping that one of these guys who are averaging, let's say, four points a game, ends up having those big games, and that's what kind of tips you later on in the season. So 
I know we've been going off about two tight ends that aren't gonna, you know, aren't gonna be scoring 40 points a week, but you can't overanalyze it either. There, there are sometimes you gotta let the guy sit in there and play. So I, I think this week uh, a Gasecki is a good run. Hoping that the Brissett thing, you're you're a Miami fan, go with it. And if he ends up with the fuck with the two points, and Cook ends up with eight, then you know what? You already said your ride or die was Cook. Maybe put him in and just let it sit, you know, and not and not overthink now, it too much. That's, I, I, that's I think that's a good strategy. Does it matter? Does it matter to you guys that that Cook is playing Monday night? That always is a big deal, um, especially because you you don't have options. You know, if you want to play them, and then all of a sudden you you know you notice something's going on, or there's some sort of weird. He slips on a sock at the top of yeah. the stairs like Jamal Williams did there's eight years ago, and he's now out. Yeah, you're screwed. You're done. There's you know, not going to be an extra guy that you can add for an emergency. Like they're playing Las Vegas. You, I mean, you certainly can't get their tight end on waivers, right? right. <laughs> and, 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 like, 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 are we like aware? Like, who else plays tight end on the Chargers? Do you guys know? I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, I can find that out. I can find that out real quick. We'll find out, but the fact that we have to check to know kind of tells us, like, okay. Yeah, that's. But, <laughs> And, and, that's, mean, and that's the other thing is, too, is, are, is that player going to be available all the time, you know, on the waivers or something like that? Can Do you have the guy to drop, uh, you know, to, on Monday night? When it comes to Monday night, you don't have a guy to drop. Donald Parham, oh, it, Steven Anderson, or Trey McKitty? No, they're, no, they're not. If you were going to do it, you'd have to do it now, like while your players are still droppable. Right, right. And that's, and that's intimidating because you stack these guys. You stack these guys, man, and you. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a commitment. I think, especially you're dealing with a one o'clock game versus a Monday night game. Um, you know, it's funny you asked. Does it matter? It's Monday night, and it's funny. Yeah. I think it matters more if it's Thursday night because the, the we discussed uh, DC and I discussed this before. It's like for the for the beginning of the season, it seems like there's awesome Thursday night games, and then for like a majority of the rest of the season, it's a bunch of like thirteen to threes. You know, uh, yeah. 21, 21 to fourteen game like lower scoring games. Uh, Monday night is 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 a bigger is a bigger night, but with with the weapons on hand, with Mike Williams, I think Mike Williams, we've we've been bringing him up. Oh my God! He's I think he's crazy. just gonna be a freaking monster, man. So I I think playing Gasecki this week is good. Um, I would not judge you if you put Cook in and let it ride out. Other no, than a bye week, the, though, either, because he's going to hit as well. The Monday thing is a real question because, like, it, if you want to have that, that protection, you've got to do it now. That's the play, right? Find one of your droppable guys, get some emergency Monday person, and hold it down for just in case. Like, right now, I got my, my ass is slapping in the air because I got Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen starting with no mm-hmm. other Monday players on my roster. And and I know that I have to play both of those guys. So if one of them, you know, does the, the sock slipping, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. It is. It, it's a little scary with the Mondays being the last game. And then in the 
especially for, for the champ here, you know, when with the position being light, oh I mean, God. you could yeah, yeah, you tight, could tight and take it to a whole other level. You could decide like to to throw in another uh, receiver or something if you were having an issue with like an Allen. I mean, you're not going to really want to play Jalen Guyton, but if Allen's done, I mean, he could end up getting you like six to like I think he's averaging like three and a half points or something. He might he might get you six or seven. If I if I was going to go for Monday night protection, it would be Brian Edwards. Like, like I, I just don't have anyone on my team that's really that droppable to do that right now. But if I was going to drop, like, let's say my most droppable guy is probably Josh Gordon. So what I would do is drop him for Edwards for the just-in-case on Monday, and then at least I have a guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, listen, this week you're not going to do that. But in, no. in coming weeks, that's definitely no, but that, something I, you have to consider for sure. I'm to for sure. for the audience, like, this is how you deal with Monday night problems. Like, get you an emergency Monday guy. Which, yeah, and, especially and when you're doubting. Could, yeah, when you're in doubting. In like case that. he could do that. Like, why is DJ Dallas on your team, Kelby? Facts. Um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, like like if that, you, that's just somebody you have, somebody yeah, you have far, to if, give if you that safety money, net. Like protection, like you could drop DJ Dallas for your extra Monday guy, and it wouldn't hurt anything. The problem is there is no Monday night protection available for the Jared Cook. No. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. It doesn't exist. All right. All right. Bye. So listen, man. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. this. Is, those are good questions because. Honestly, there's a, a few of those that I think we have similar players in separate leagues that uh, we've been kind of trying to decide on. Um, yeah. Especially, I know I, I've been hurting in the tight end position too. So, uh, great question. Thank you so much for calling in, brother. I appreciate you uh, once again. The champ is with us here, <laughs> Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. <laughs> I hope that uh, we can expect you next week, man. Right, you know, how's the belt fitting? I heard, I heard you've been gaining weight. I, be, belt oh, yeah, man, well, it's still snug fit. You know, it's uh, it's He's universal it over the, fit. Over the you neck know, and I, shoulder. I, I can I can put on an extra twenty pounds and it still have a snug fit. You know, so um. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we got nice. the adjustable waistband for this reason. Yeah, yeah, you know, needs a little polishing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. hey. You know, if you if you win it again, time. if you win it again, I will polish it up. I'm not gonna lie. I will, I will take care of it for you. <laughs> send, send Remember you, you said it. Leather treatment center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, boys. Appreciate your time, gentlemen. Have a good one. Hey, good Later. luck this week, man. I hope uh, I hope the lineup movements uh, work in your favor. Uh, good luck, and hopefully we can hear back on whether or not we, we got you the W or, or we cost you the cost you the season. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, you'll have a good one. Happy Sunday to you. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, guys. Later. All right. What do you think, Kamish? What's the, what's the big jazz right now? Uh, not, Right now, this is uh, this has just been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, get the participation, 
people people calling in. It's just been great, man. I'm, I'm loving doing it. Appreciate the, the time we got on Sundays to do this. Shout out to IFM Radio. Uh, the, this IFM Radio Nation has been great. Um, talking with the IFM Sports uh, Sports Director. Talk ET. Yeah, yeah, manager of the sports. He's been fantastic, super helpful. And uh, just shout out to those guys for being great. Uh, looking forward to future collaborations with them. Doing a, They do a Tuesday night show, uh, I believe around 8 o'clock. And um, I think they're going to start possibly doing the, some college sports stuff on Saturday. So looking forward to collaborating with those guys. And uh, just to throw it out there, after the show, you will be able to find us on iHeartRadio, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and Intune. Uh, best way to do it is to search IFM Radio Nation, and the latest episodes will pop up, and you will see uh, Brickhouse on there. You can Google search it. It will pop up. Uh, but uh, if you're looking through any of your favorite podcasts and want to listen on a later date, uh, search IFM Radio Nation, and uh, you're going to see that Brickhouse link. So please click, listen in, and hopefully next week, uh, get a few more callers in. Any questions on your lineup? What's driving you nuts? What's uh, what's getting you going? Any of that stuff? We appreciate it. Uh, still hoping that Albert calls back as well. We want that <laughs> that first caller to hit us back so we can go over some Winston uh, stuff. But DC, uh, thank you much. You got anything to close it out with? I mean, just shout out to the people, man. It, it's it's good to know that there's folks listening to our program, right? We're just a couple of guys doing our best. And thank thank you to the listener because, you know, we could just hang out and talk to each other with, without a live broadcast if it weren't for the listeners. So, sure, sure, sure. It, yep, it, yep. It's very much appreciated. Um, also, just, just throwing it out there, if there are any questions, like kind of outside of um, – the one o'clock game, so you got issues at the uh, 4.30 games or Sunday night, Monday night games, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, you could message the roster or any questions, and we'd be real happy to uh, get back to you just to kind of help out with that. So. Sure, sure. We, we, we'll, we'll be happy to field any question. I mean, even, even if it's like... Uh... A gambling question. You know, you want to put your ticket in with your bookie, right? We, we'll, yeah. we'll try. We'll try, right? I, mean, I know we got people listening for the picks of the week. Locking them in. Absolutely. We've been hitting more than we're missing, man. So, so your money would be up. Money's up. Money's up. Okay. All right, another great show. Episode three is done. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. Brickhouse Fantasy Radio is out. Have a great Sunday, and good luck with your fantasy football. Power to the people.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.